Kiora Wellington. You're listening to Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM, and this is B-Side Stories, stories of the people who make Wellington tick. I'm your host today. My name is Laura Kewen. Hey, make sure you find us on Facebook, B-Side-Stories, and you can always download our old episodes from iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It's really cool to look back through all our old episodes and see all of the amazing community groups and volunteer organizations that we've spoken to. Speaking of volunteer organizations, every year New Zealand celebrates National Volunteer Week to recognize New Zealand's 1.2 million volunteers And I've got someone in the studio to talk to us about that today, and also maybe how you can become one of those 1.2 million volunteers. This is Julie Thompson from Volunteer Wellington. Hi, Julie. Hi, Laura. Kia ora. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, thanks for coming in. I wanted to hear more about National Volunteer Week and what that is all about and what it means for your organization, Volunteer Wellington. Well, National Volunteer Week, as you said, is celebrated every year in New Zealand to recognise and acknowledge the vital contribution that volunteers make to our community, to Wellington, to New Zealand. Um, And as you also said, it's what makes, you talked about what makes Wellington tick. Well, volunteers is what makes Wellington tick. Um, it's an exciting week. It's the most, uh, one of the most important weeks in the community and voluntary sector calendar. And uh, the other stats w- which goes along with that, Laura, is that um, the voluntary labour contributed $3.5 billion to our economy in 2013. That's from the, um, from the stats, from Stats New Zealand. So it's a huge contribution that volunteers make. And as we know, the community, um, our society, we just wouldn't exist without volunteers. A huge number of community organisations are completely voluntary run. So um, we do have to take our hat off to the huge contribution people make. This year, uh, this year the week uh, theme is Live, Laugh, Share, Volunteer, uh, which helps capture the heartfelt appreciation we feel when people come together to build stronger, more vibrant communities through volunteer service. Um, Volunteer Wellington, we're one of 18 volunteer centres around New Zealand, and we see um, a huge, diverse range of people coming through our centre. Um, People get surprised. It's mostly that 20 to 30 age group who we see coming through. Yeah. And after that, the 30 to 40 age group. Um, they come from all walks of life with a range of motivations and um, we just feel very privileged working where we do because we get to tap into um, a range of people that we probably would never meet in our normal working life. Um, The diversity that comes through, uh, a lot of students, a lot of new migrants, Mm. people who are affected... um, with a, a range of disabilities, who see volunteering as a way for them to to get back into connecting with their communities and, and back into some sort of uh, work that's often the motivation for a lot of people. Wow. Okay, so y- you, you were saying that it's actually a lot of young people, people who are under 30 who show up to volunteer. Absolutely. A lot of students. 
Wow. Okay. I assumed maybe it was like volunteering is kind of like a retired person's game. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I think uh, we don't see many retired people coming through, and we'd like to tap more into that market. A lot of uh, retired people, from from my, from what I um, understand, are connected to various groups, churches, um, their bowls, all, all sorts of ways that they volunteer, but don't come through the more formal process of a volunteer centre. Mm. Um, and in some ways, uh, that's a shame because they would be surprised at the huge range of voluntary opportunities that are out there. And they're just as diverse as the volunteers themselves. And... Um, Time and time again, when people come through the volunteer centres, they say they just can't believe the range of voluntary opportunities that are out there. Wow. Um, and we do, we've got 400 community members, and we do a lot of work with them about being um, flexible and open and adapt to the different volunteering trends that happen. Um, so it's really important that they provide um, a, a nurturing and supportive environment for volunteers and to be able to be flexible to meet the volunteers' uh, needs and time limits because I think we all know that life is getting busier and busier all the time. So to try and fit volunteering in, there has to be that flexibility with the community organisations as well. Sure, absolutely. And y- People find that works for them, like they find an organization that fits with what they're able to what they're able to do and as yeah. far as time and skills yes, I think if you've got um, a manager of volunteers or an organization that that is prepared to be flexible and adapt, they will find that they they won't have a shortage of volunteers okay. um, and that's that's the key thing really. Uh, the trend is for more short-term project volunteering, and so the community organizations have to adapt to meet that. Okay, uh, let's talk about National Volunteer Week. Have you got anything yeah. special going on for this particular week? Yeah, we do. We have um, the other one of our other services is employee volunteering. So we uh, facilitate yeah. business teams to undertake projects for community or for our community members. This is that that fun thing where you get to have a day off work yeah. and you go out with your work colleagues and do yeah. some volunteer activity. Do something. Often they want to do something outside of their normal work. Um, and other times they want to do skilled volunteering, so it depends. It could mm. be something very practical, it could be something environmental, um, but others might go um, into low decile schools and help with their uh, reading or maths or something along those lines. Or it might be that a team wants, um, an organisation is after a marketing project or some assistance with developing strategic planning. So it just really varies. Um, and during National Volunteer Week, we have the Nikau Foundation Corporate Challenge where we celebrate the employee volunteering and the partnerships that have developed through our program over a six-month period. And we have an awards at uh, KPMG one night uh, next Wednesday evening. Oh, so okay. that's a wonderful, fantastic celebration. The other um, celebrations we have are with our branches in the hut in Purirua. One's at the Daos Art Museum, where we're enabling community organisations to promote what they do and inviting people in that community to come in and see what sort of volunteering that they might want to get involved in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also in Porirua, we're doing the same thing at the Pataka um, Museum out there. Um, And we've got, through Volunteering New Zealand, they have organised a parliamentary afternoon tea 
next Monday, which um, the new Minister of the Community and Voluntary Sector, the Honourable Alfred Nero, will be hosting. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. For those, um, those like corporate volunteer awards, is that mm. like the organisation that just gives the most hours to volunteers or what's the it's, nature uh, of that? <clears throat> well, it depends. The uh, We have a, a little judging panel and yeah. they decide which out of all of the projects that um, have happened, what's, what's the most outstanding one? And it mm. could be uh, lots of different um, ideas that they'll be looking at for that. Um, yeah. The outcome of it, for one thing, um, the what what has happened with the team who's volunteered, um, yeah. how's that impacted on their, um, maybe their team morale or or the work when they've gone back to their business, the impact it's had on the community organisation. Um, so lots of little different things to think about when they're judging that award. That's cool. Yeah. Um, do you have any examples in mind? Like, have you seen the nominations or you know of some in the past that no, you can t- tell us a little about? No, I haven't yet. Oh. Um, but uh, last year it was um, a Macra Peak. That, yeah. um, a team, ANZ, had gone in there and um, they had done a lot of work on the um, the tracks for the mountain bikes. So oh. they had gone in there and done um, huge... Uh, kilometres of that track and and we had um, Lynn Pringle who coordinates that programme she organised for um, a drone to um, to do to go around, and so we had this amazing movie at the awards that showed that, and it was just spectacular. Cool. And so that was fabulous. Uh, that's a great mountain bike park. Yeah, I've I've ridden those trails, and I had no idea that they were built by volunteers. Yeah, absolutely. So that that was massive. We wow. really enjoyed that. Yeah, cool. Ooh. Now, tell me a little bit more about your organization in particular, Volunteer Wellington. You have said that it sort of matches up volunteers and um, volunteers and organizations who need people. Yep. Uh, and how? first off, how long have you been with Volunteer Wellington? Then? Well, um, I started as a volunteer um, at Volunteer Hut about 15 years ago when my children first went to... Um, to school and I wanted to uh, not go back into the corporate sector where I was previously and had been involved in the um, board of trustees with the schools that the kids went to etc and then I thought well I want to do something a little bit different I was a bit committed out so I went along to volunteer hut and they said oh would you like to be an interviewer and from there um, I went on to do some more volunteering and then got some paid work with uh, Volunteer Wellington yeah. and then over the years have um, have moved in the organisation and now the regional manager. So cool. I've been involved for 15 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, wow. Uh, and just love it. It's fabulous. Yeah. Really um, busy, lots of variety, amazing group of people that I have met and that I continue to meet on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Sure. Hmm. Um, it sounds like you sort of maybe kind of ended up in that in that sector a little bit on accident or like you were just looking for some uh quality things to do with your spare time and then what what kept you going on and on doing more involvement in the voluntary sector yeah it was um I'd I'd got it's it's a fact that it's not all about profit it's about people and and it's the the soul of the earth people that you meet 
and the impact that you see volunteering has on people's lives. We've we work with quite a few people with complex needs who come through, and to see the the change that um, has that volunteering has made to someone who hasn't been able to get out of bed because of depression, um, people who suffer terribly from anxiety, um, people who have been made redundant, um, new migrants who have come and uh, to find their new home, refugees who have come. So it's, I think it's seeing the impact that that's had on, on a huge range of people and, um, and, and to the other extent, seeing the difference um, uh, corporates... Once they've got involved in the sector, who they talk about coming out of their corporate bubble and really connecting with the communities um, that surround them and, and seeing the difference that it's made to them. And, um, and also the work that we do with our community members where we help them to develop a supportive and effective volunteer programme and, and the amazing work that they do, um, and to see the contribution and the boost that uh, volunteers have to building their capacity and capability, um, you know, it's, it's just amazing. It's, yeah, fantastic. Wow. Mm. Cool. Very rewarding work. Uh, okay, tell me about what Wellington. Are we a big? Um, are we good at volunteering? Yes, absolutely. I think you know um, we're probably the best city at volunteering. Yes. We must be, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I think so you know, too. we have. Uh, I, I think we're very lucky with with the number of young people that volunteer. Um, the students that we see, I think that Wellington is fantastic at welcoming new migrants, and. Uh, you know, we've we've just published a booklet um, that has the stories of thirty new migrants who have connected to their communities through volunteering, mm-hmm. um, and you know the impact that they've had, the, the the valuable work that they've contributed to our community, but the the value that volunteering has had for them to be able to feel like Wellington's their home and to you know feel connected to their community is, has been um, really inspiring stories in this booklet. Mm-hmm. So I think Wellington does very well at that. Um, and we do, we see a lot of uh, great volunteering happening and I think our community organisations are also um, getting better and better at breaking down the barriers to involving people from all walks of life into their volunteering pool of volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about that booklet. Yeah, this is, um, it's called Volunteer Connect, Migrants Volunteering in the Community. And it came out of, um, annually we do Volunteer Connect Awards in partnership with English Language Partners and the Citizens Advice Bureau. Mm-hmm. And that's awards for, for um, new migrants who have come in and started volunteering and the, uh, as part of them connecting with the community. So once a year we have these awards and last year we thought, well, wouldn't it be great to capture their stories in a booklet? And this was um, volunteer project managed. So um, Emma Goldmuth, she um, came through Volunteer Wellington looking for some volunteering and we talked about this project that we'd like to um, to make happen to be able to create this booklet, and she said, "Well, I'll do that." And yeah. so it's volunteer project managed and produced, um, and we had the launch a couple of weeks ago. Fantastic, mm. cool, and um, 
are some of the people whose stories are in there got to go to the launch and stuff? Absolutely, yes, they did. Cool. So it was they they loved it, and so they've all got this. We've got about four hundred of these printed, so they've all taken away a few to pass around their families and <laughs> friends, and uh, so it, it is. It's a it's a wonderful booklet. And what's like? Um, what's a typical story, or could you give us an example of maybe one of the little sure. stories that sure. is in there about a new migrant who got a bit of value out of? volunteering. Absolutely, I will. We've got uh, actually Emma who, who um, she, she was a volunteer project organiser behind this. Yeah. She has been a new migrant to New Zealand twice over. So she's of Palestinian origins, arrived in Wellington for the first time at age 11 from Kuwait. She came with her family and without a single word of English. It was the war between Kuwait and Iraq, plus the loss of her brother as a result of this conflict, which got the, which is why the family came here. Um, so fluency came quickly, plus a sense that New Zealand was home for the young Emma. But then another uprooting, and this time it was to Palestine, with further adjustments necessary. So Arabic, as Emma, Emma knew it, was spoken with a different accent. Mm. Cultural differences from both Kuwait and, of course, New Zealand had to be navigated. So she ended up coming back to New Zealand again. She was married, had two children, and once again she was drawn away into the horrors of war and violence so that she had to go back and then came back to New Zealand again. Um, so the family's return to New Zealand again was a relief in terms of being out of the war zone. However, English had to be relearnt and plans made for life as a single mother with a young daughter and son. She studied English for a year, uh, which was her focus because she wanted to um, start a career as writing. She wanted to go to university and gain knowledge and qualifications. So her next barrier was finding interesting employment, and that's why she came through Volunteer Wellington. She project managed this booklet, and since then she has got some paid work. So, And through her uh, volunteering that she's able to put on her CV, the fact that she developed this booklet mm-hmm. all led to her getting some paid work. Neat. Yeah. Wow, what a what a story and um cool. It's 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 fascinating to hear about people like Emma. Mm. Uh, yeah. Exactly as you said before, people who you might not meet in your everyday life mm. but who are a part of Wellington. They're a part of New Zealand, and we want we want to make them feel welcome and make sure that they're connected to the community as well. Absolutely, and uh, we have quite a few of our interviewers are new migrants. Cool. So we um, it's it's great because we can exchange our cultures. Uh, we learn so much about each other. So it's very much a two way thing. Actually, we had a really cool example of. Um, of uh, Munro is his name, and he was deaf, and he calls himself Deaf with a capital D. And he came through <laughs> looking for some volunteering work, um, and we got him some through Trade Aid. And it was really cool. He says, the team and I communicate through gestures and interpreting facial expressions. It's always a laugh because they don't understand sign language and I can't hear. But the jokes are comedy routines that come out of the dramatic motions we make are always entertaining. I'm also teaching them how to sign a little bit each week. Have a good day, good teamwork, fair, thank you, and how are you? Um, And he feels like he's really making a difference. And one of the things that he found was being deaf means he has to rely more on other senses. For example, he finds the fabrics particularly visually stunning and especially enjoys the tactile nature of the woodwork, the patterns and shapes. As a woodworker myself, I'm particularly inspired by the boxes that have been 
intricately carved by disadvantaged artisans in, Dine in India using sheham and Indian rosewood. Um, so he found out how much he enjoys that tactile side of uh, working at, uh, at Trade Aid. Um, and then he says he ends off with his story with deafness is not a disability. Maybe it's you who has the disability because you can't sign. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of prof – we write profiles on volunteers and uh, we have profile books. And it's just a great way to show um, the impact that it has on both the volunteer and I the love that example from yeah. Monroe as well because mm. um, he talks like a lot of volunteers go to get experience uh, doing volunteer work. But Monroe is not only learning from that experience, he's also teaching. And that's yeah. such, a, such a great aspect of volunteer work. Absolutely, it's it's always a two way thing. I yeah. I think There's, it's always yeah. So, if someone is feeling inspired by National Volunteer Week, yeah, or just in general, yeah, uh, and they want to um, get involved somehow, what what's a good way to do that? We'd love to see them. So they can come through our face to face interview process, which often we recommend because even though. You might think you know what you want. You'll be surprised of what is what we've what we have there. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to our website, which is volunteerwellington.nz. Um, our phone number in Wellington is four nine nine four five seven zero. You can email us info at volunteerwellington.nz. And another initiative that we have now is the volunteer meetup at the Southern Cross on a Tuesday evening, the second Tuesday of the month from 6pm. So you can come along, hear some of our community members, do a spiel about what they do and the sorts of roles that are available and meet other people who are interested in volunteering. Yeah, what, what sorts of roles might people find if they were interested in volunteering? Look right across the board. It could be um, it could be mentoring, it could be tutoring, it could be driving, um, it could be graphic design, IT, uh, administration, um, all sorts of things. Just about anything you can think of. It can be um, working with animals, um, children, uh, people with disabilities. Right across. Yeah. So I mean. Really, my experience has been uh, that you shouldn't feel afraid that you have nothing to contribute. There's always going to be something that you can um, be helpful for. Absolutely. Yeah. And we see that with people um, who uh, feel really down on their luck, who um, are going through a really bad time, and they often feel they've got nothing to contribute, which is why I always recommend coming to our one-on-one -on -one face-to-face -face interview where we can, it's a comfortable, supportive environment and we can work through it with people. Fantastic. Hey, mm. what's next for Volunteer Wellington? Is that organization growing and, and getting stronger and changing or anything? Or what can you tell us about it? Absolutely. Well, we're always, um, we're, we're always looking at what's going on in the in the voluntary sector and what the trends are and how we can work to those so that we are building our capacity and capability to meet those trends. 
uh, and we're wanting to look at providing more of a wraparound supportive service for people with complex needs. So that's um, something that we're working on at the moment, mm. where we can hold their hand more through that journey into volunteering and their pathway back into employment or whatever it is that they're wanting to achieve through volunteering. Um, and working more with our community members to help ensure that they do have that supportive uh, environment, that they are being flexible and adaptable to what volunteers are able to offer as well, um, to create roles, to, to think creatively about how they can involve volunteers and boost their capacity and capability as community organisations. Um, yes. Julie, that sounds so neat. Uh, I'm very excited to learn about Volunteer Wellington and all the people who basically make the city run. $3.5 billion to the economy, and um, they're doing it all just out of the goodness of their heart. Absolutely. And so do come and see us at Volunteer Wellington. We'd love to see you. Any community organisations out there that are wanting some volunteering assistance, contact us. And any businesses out there who want to become one of our business friends, we'd love to hear from you. Fantastic. Mm. Julie Thompson, thank you very much from Volunteer Wellington for coming on B-Side Stories and chatting to us today. Thank you, Laura, and happy Volunteer Week to everyone out there next week. Absolutely. Happy Volunteer Week. Got a little song from Kiwi Treasure, Lord. We ordered different drinks at the same bars. I know about what you did and I want to scream the truth. She thinks you love the beach, you're such a damn liar Oh, those great whites, they have big teeth Oh, they bite you, that you said that you would always be in love But you're not in love, no more Did it frighten you, how we kissed when we danced on the light of floor On the light of floor But I hear sounds in my mind Brand new sound 